It may be the most addictive toy in history, and it's definitely the hottest thing this Christmas. Nintendo video games. They first arrived from Japan three years ago, and now millions of American kids are hooked and mesmerized. When they do stop to talk, it's in a language only they understand. I was born in 1983, a whiz kid. It all came to me very naturally. Used to bless the NES, one of the best. Mega Man Mario and Simon's Quest. Robocop, Double Dragon, Ninja Gaiden. Never figured out how to punch out Mike Tyson. Speed up to 89, just past the age of five. Had to reminisce, Sega Genesis, Sonic 1 and 2. Had the best music, saw the black console, it was 16-bit Michael Jackson's Moonwalker and Shadow Dancer Never had a game genie for this young master X-Men, Gunstar, Heroes, Streets of Rage Mastered all of them, time to change the page Hitting up the arcades in the early 90s Just a kid, best in adults and street fighting Aladdin's Castle, east from all the continent Taking on challenges, I was confident all the fighting games, Capcom and SNK, Konami side scrollers were the greatest thing. Six player X-Men, Ninja Turtles, the Avengers, so many tokens spent. I'll always remember them one sick day, had to go to Grandma Jean. She surprised me with a new Nintendo machine, the Super NES, probably my favorite system. So many classic games, I'll go ahead and list them. Mario World, Zelda, I link to the past, Mega Man X, Super Metroid with the Charge Up Blast, Super Castlevania, love the sound. Track. Contra 3, teamed up with my cousin on that Turtles in Time, Bomberman, Mario Kart We was playing all day until it was dark The Sony PlayStation has my respect But it can't touch the system I'ma bring up next The N64, need I say more? Had us all gaming multiplayer hardcore Our golden eye sharpshooter, one of the best You could get it in the caves or the complex WCW Revenge and Wrestlemania If you wasn't playing then I really can't explain it yet Take a ride podcast, I'm your host here Starks, you can find me on my Twitter handle, at Starks underscore Industries, you can also find me on Instagram, one close zero, I'm not here alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world, before I pass the ball to everybody on this episode of the show, this is episode 200, um, we have a lot of faces, actually I'm going to say this off rip, they say in a podcast that you're not supposed to have more than about two or three people, but um, so our style and how we play and how we Play uh, without further ado, I'll pass you the ball there, Jacob. The, the combo guard runs into Jacob, the white knight. How you doing, Jacob? Doing good today, brother. You know, like my shirt says, God is good. What's that, Lewis? All the time? All the time. God is good all the time, man. It's good to be amongst you brothers today. Yeah, and I, you guys can see Lewis. He has uh, some around his face, and we'll, we'll razz on him soon. But I, I will say this. Why, why does he have it on? Uh I, I can't even answer that, but I will say this to you. Uh, he's, he's been away for quite some time. Uh, he looks like uh, he just call, considers just himself. Just call me Little Big League of Shuttles. Yeah, so anyways, <laughs> I, I don't know where he's going with that, but I mean, he, he feels good. He feels strong. I actually have uh, someone next to me that I, I will talk about here momentarily. So uh, we have the three-man running the wing, LT the Sage. How you doing today, brother? 
Oh my hey. god, he's throwing gang signs hey. up. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, you know what wings do? They give you wings to fly. Remember that. Yeah, yeah. Tell them, yeah, hey. tell them who you are. My name's Lawrence the Sage. That's all I got. Nice. And I have uh, a newcomer here. Uh, actually, the kid. And to be honest with you, he's sitting right next to me. This guy, I will say this. He, he gives me inklings of myself in the past. Uh, he's been one of the strongest components of the team in particular he's when it comes to fantasy basketball. When it comes to fantasy basketball, in in a sense, he, uh, like I said, he had a, a very solid season. He fell up short. He did try to beat my record, getting a championship his first year, but he did finish the same. So I expect great things out of him. Uh, I'll pass you the ball, kid. You know uh, how you doing today, brother? You running the fourth today, brother? Um, no. Yep. Yes, sir. I'm just glad to be here. Talk some good fantasy talk with you all. Especially bust up my rival Ray. He's a bomb. <laughs> and then we're not only him, but we have the, the Congo Skong. Oh, Congo Skull Island. Oh, yeah, drinking in the guy. He's ready. Running the five spot. You want to keep hearing it. He's the man. He thinks he's the man. He's taking his jumpers. He has no. a thing around his face. I don't oh, know why. Slam, don't. Right, I he's stuck got my tongue out, but, you know. He's the, he's, the, he's the king of Kong Skull Island. Um, he also is a, a fantasy guy when it comes to punting with big man in particular. It's Lewis. I'll pass you the ball. How you doing today, brother? Hey, man. Oh, yeah. It's been so long, man. I've been out there wandering the fantasy wastelands. I am back. I am improved. Nope. I know, man. Just wandering like a nomad, man. Like Jules from uh, Pulp Fiction, man. But anyways, man, it's good to be back, man. I'm sorry I've been gone so long. Hey, that's right. I, I use movie reference. But anyways, uh, <laughs> back to you, Starks, man. It's good to be here. Missed you guys. That's right. Going yeah. Donkey Kong Country over there with the big man. And uh, this episode in particular, again, it's going to be a lot of different content with fun activities as well. One of the first quarters, just guys, to give you a glimpse of what we're doing. We're going to have a segment um, that LT is going to specialize in, but momentarily I want to at least talk about that. We're going to have a segment on a crow section of players that we're going to have to eat our crow on uh, that we thought was going to be good this year, but essentially they was not. And honestly, I will also say this, you know, people in fantasy or even the industry will say, oh, you need to have your, your slate of paper. It's what I mean by that. You have to have everything ready, for, particularly ready for everybody to, to give that content. No, not us. We do things different around here, but we do it in love and, and, and passion of this. So uh, with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. LT, I'll pass you the ball to run that offense on the first quarter there on uh, the Brandon. You're the Brandon Ingram specialist, brother. I saw that. I saw that the uh, the Brandon Ingram specialist, um, not really a specialist because I, I, I don't have him. I never got him because <laughs> I had a trade for Triple J and uh, yeah. Uh, I, I believed in him, but no one else did, and I, I followed the crowd, so now, so now I'm the clown. But, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and talk about some of these players, and some of these players on this list are uh, near and dear to my heart uh, further down the list. The first player we're going to be talking about is Jimmy Butler um, and what you guys feel like his, uh, as far as his strengths and weaknesses as far as this year and in a dynasty format. Um, me personally – um, Jimmy Butler, hey, Jimmy Buckets, man. I love what he's been doing this year, um, producing, um, pretty much giving you all-around value um, as far as steals, points, um, and, uh, you know, in-real-life stats as well, those hustle stats. 
Um, what do you guys think about Jimmy Butler in a dynasty format? He's on the older side, I believe. Um, oh man, uh, Starks, what do you think about Jimmy Butler on a dynasty format? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna put these people on the spot. Actually, today I'll I'll take a lot of questions last just to be dirty. Oh, okay, uh, that's fine. That's fine. So, LT, if you could pass the ball to someone else, man, I appreciate that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, let's go to the kid first. You're right. Let's go to the big kid. Oh, Ray, man. how do you feel about Jimmy Butler and the dynasty? <laughs> hey, that's that's Because I was, I was, I, I was, was hey, that's Lewis. Lewis to you oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Lewis. Yeah, whatever you are. That's right, Lewis. Because I was gonna, I was gonna actually give it to the kid, and then you had to open your big mouth. Honestly, man, <laughs> as far as the Jimmy Butler goes, man, he he's okay to me, man. He he's more of a a, a points specialist to me. Um, I, I like what he produces out there. Some people, I feel like, uh, tend to reach for him uh, pretty high, but he's consistent. He doesn't really get injured all like that. Uh, I, honestly, I don't start looking at Jimmy Butler until like around the second round. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. What do you want me to say about him, man? He's not my. Let, no, cup let of me tea, let man. me let me let me steal the ball and pass it back to you. He's not my cup of tea. So, so in a dynasty format, would you take him or Brandon Ingram? Ooh. Um, honestly, I, I would take a Jimmy Butler because he he's, he tends to uh, be consistent in a way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He okay. and he doesn't really, uh, from what I've seen, he doesn't really get injured too often. As on top of that, as well. Um, yeah, that's 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 lies. But I'll also ask you I'm, this I'm, too. I'm, oh, I'll steal the rock real quick. Right, never, ahead, never pick against Brandon Ingram. He'll make, right. you, he'll make you pay. He'll make you pay. Hey, listen, hey man. You know I'll go against the grain, man. Hey, that's fine. Not Brandon Ingram. He's he's the next big. No, I'm just kidding. But um, Brandon Ingram has, you know, shown me this year that he has the ability to be a top flight scorer in this league. And with Zion coming on too, man, I think those two are going to be a force to be reckoned with for years to come. I like him in a dynasty format over Butler, just for the long term. Just because Butler, man, the way he's way he's spurning those wheels. I feel like he's going. Oh, so you feel like they're uh, running them through slave ships? Hey, man, yeah, I'm not gonna say they're running them through <laughs> slave ships, but he, he, no, that's he, what he you're like you feel like he's burning. He, like he's gonna burn out. Well, he hustles very hard. He has a lot of hard work ethic. I, I love that he gets into the gym. The first guy in the gym. I love that about Jimmy Butler. But I mean, I got to wear on a guy, right? So um, I like Brandon Ingram just because of his youth, comparative, and a dynasty format. Um, but we can move on to the next guy because he's even older. LeBron James, LeBron James. Uh, I'm gonna give this one over to the kid because uh, you look like you you grew up watching LeBron James, man. How do you feel about him in a dynasty format um, and in general points leagues, whatever you want to talk about, man? Well, in points leagues, I'll probably just write it out, and that's probably the same thing I would do in dynasty, unless you try to uh, sell high on a game, but. I'll probably just write it out. I'm going to go ahead and sell the ball from you. What I would do, I would take <laughs> LeBron, I would use him, and I would sell him as hotcakes. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? Mm-hmm. I, said, I J- think J- that's what you just said. Yeah. I guess we're on the same page for right now. Exactly. So. That's yeah, fine. For the first time, what about you, White Knight? What, what do you have to say about uh, LeBron, man? I'm joining you, brother. I'd sell him, too. He's about 35, 36. And, yeah, like, you would dominate for the next two years. But who knows what he's going to look like when he's 38. So I'm definitely going to sell him. I'm not going to sell him for nothing. Uh, but, you know, in a dynasty league, I would definitely try to, you know, I would definitely try to trade. And, you know, it's funny, in the conversation of Brandon Ingram, 
I might think about trading him straight up for Brandon Ingram as long as there's maybe a little bit more incentive with that. But Brandon Ingram's like 21, 20, 20, 22 years old. Uh, I know he had a heart problem at the beginning of the oh, season. Oh, really? Um, wait, 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 but, wait, let me go ahead and uh, backtrack. So uh, he had a heart problem. But yes, yeah, yeah. my man over here was trying to give me hate for uh, choosing uh, Butler over him. Let me hear your opinion on that. Uh, Branding or Butler? Uh, yeah. Butler's only 29, 30. I think I'm with you as well, Lewis. I think I would go with that. I'd go with that consistency. He doesn't, he doesn't provide any threes whatsoever, but he does get you points, rebounds, assists, elite, uh, and elite steals. I mean, I, I mean, I love that. Uh, Brandon Ingram, uh, is awesome, but I'd still rather go with Jimmy Butler for the next five years. Okay. And you start, see being the last one. Let's just say on that. The versus Jimmy versus, uh, Ingram. So it would go by the situation at hand. So in a dynasty format, yeah, you would think Brandon Ingram, but I'll say this. If you're trying to win right now, then I honestly, it's it's a hard thing to say. It would be LeBron James still. We all know the consistency with him. It almost seems like he, he gets better with uh, with age. And honestly, that's not something that all NBA players do. Now, that comes on a cause of maybe two years left in him to give this type of uh, flavor back in return. But I also want to say on top of that, I can agree with the white knight here because it's like if I'm going to trade maybe Ingram for LeBron to try to a win now situation, then I want to try to do the best I can to see if I get a little bit more return because Brandon Ingram at a younger age at 22 years old, uh, it looks beautiful in the dynasty format, just like what LT uh, still consider him a specialist of all Brandon Ingram because of what he's doing this year. And for the future, and honestly, the list that we're coming up with crossed on, it's going to be tough to see um, him not being able actually it's going to be tough on some of these players but i want to backtrack a little bit and, and say that and it's still in the dynasty format i always look to win now so it seems to be uh that that i would actually go lebron but i can understand go can go either way but one thing that also was mentioned with the blood clot with the heart situation with brandon ingram that's still a concern oh, we can go back man. a few years ago with chris bosh as you know lewis man um, that time frame what happened bro now, I'm, wounds, now, I'm not man. I'm not saying that's going to be the same case with Brandon Ingram. It can but be, we just, though. We just never know. So yeah, you this never stuff know. can happen. Uh, but if you're building the long term, I would say Brandon Ingram and LTL Cash back Absolutely. And the one thing I will say about LeBron, we, we've been in the fantasy community, we've been writing him off for a couple of years, right? That he's, his production is going to uh, go down and drop down, and he continues to outperform his fantasy stock for the last couple of years um, where he's been drafted at. So it's been crazy uh, what he's been able to do at his high age. Hey, man, he's a true Kong out there, man. Great great ape out he, there, man. He, yes, he's a great Kong yeah. indeed. Uh, uh, saying, uh, saying Kong. Um, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, Tater Tots. I'm going to actually take this one um, real quick. Jason Tatum is someone that I actually love to see. I, I used to be a big small forward guy back in my day. Wings. I love wings um, in real life and in fantasy. And uh, Jason Tatum is one of those guys that have uh, shown this year specifically that he's ready to take the reins. He's ready to uh, take over that Boston Celtics team. And for him being also on Boston, having his little uh, kind of a little duo uh, with Jalen Brown as well. Um, hopefully they can stay together for years to come. But um, I really like Jason Tatum. So in a dynasty format, um, I'll be doing everything I can to maybe pick up Jason Tatum. I don't think a lot of owners are letting Jason Tatum go, to be honest with you, because he right. does have a bright future ahead of him. Um, compared to bringing uh, Brandon Ingram, 
since uh, I love him this year, I still would take Jason Tatum in all in all facets over Brandon Ingram. Um, there's just more of a, a resume there with Jason Tatum right now. And I like you stated before, I forgot about that heart condition with Brandon Ingram. Uh, I know he hasn't had too many issues with it recently, but um, that's still a, that's still a big thing. Uh, but I love Tate. I love me some tater tots, man. Um, White Knight, how do you feel about Jason Tatum? You know, it's funny. I was just given this question, like, should I trade in a seasonal league? Should I trade Butler for Tatum? And I said, in a heartbeat, it's close. All day, every day. Uh, yeah, but like, I got to, you know, like, I got to go with the guy who's averaging, you know, like four threes a game over, over, over the last few weeks. I mean, like, he's pretty much, he pretty much does what Jimmy Butler does, but with three pointers right now. Um, you know, like, he does, he does. He does. He does turn the ball over a little bit more than I would like. But you know, if you're already punting turnovers, then he is. He is. You know, like the perfect player for your team. Uh, what do you think about Tatum, the kid? I like Tatum. Actually, last year in my rookie season, I think I had Tatum. I like what he provides. Solid, nice, solid. Nice. Lewis, 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 what about you, brother? Hey, man, I'm going to go ahead and jump uh, right next to the White Knight and say, you know my style, man. When I'm out here trying to win, you know, depending on your, your style of what you're going with, man, I'm going to take him over Butler any day because, like you said, with the additives of threes, sometimes I need that category because with me having big men on my squad, you know, I need those three, the win in the threes category, and Jimmy Butler, I'm not going to get that from him. So, all, like I said, all day, every day, I'm taking Tatum. Yeah, and th let me say this real quick. Um, if you guys haven't noticed, we make sure you guys uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Sub-Zero that button. Um, hit the bell, comment below, give us a thumbs up, and uh, make sure you guys subscribe to Take a Ride Podcast. Check out newlifefantasy.com. Join the mailing list. Join as a member. It helps us to continue to grow. Uh, I will say this about Jason Tatum uh, versus Brandon Ingram. It's I think it's essential. We're all universally the same, believing Jason Tatum is the guy we would want over Brandon Ingram. But like how you guys mentioned Jimmy Butler and Jason Tatum, that's an interesting comp. Um, who you would want to choose? Honestly, in a dynasty format, yeah, I'm I'm probably all in at Jason Tatum because another thing beautiful about him, just like what the White Knight had mentioned, uh, he gives you. The, there's another thing that he does is the steal rate. And honestly, this year he was close to one uh, one block a game. Yeah. That's something that's been overlooked uh, from his fantasy uh, appeal. And that's that's something that you just can't pull up from a forward uh, along that, you know, shooting threes. Because when you have a player like Jason Tatum, that's all you're thinking about. It's points and threes. Maybe the steals, right? Maybe the rebounds. But you kind of yeah. forget that getting those blocks, too. And that's something that the out-of-position stat or category that you're getting from a wing, as LT would say, wings like them real life and we like them in fantasy. So uh, that's something to mention. So in that sense, I'll pass you the ball there, LT, on uh, the next player up there. Um, we're looking at Andrew Wiggins. So um, Andrew Wiggins pretty much was having a <laughs> – what's the chuckle for, man? Andrew Wiggins was having a pretty good year this year. Um, was, uh, him, was showing us um, strides that he may have taken the next steps. Um, and then he gets traded over to the Golden State Warriors. So um, my issue with Andrew Wiggins in a dynasty format right now is that he's going to be playing not even – he's not even going to be playing Robin. He's going to be playing uh, Catwoman. Yeah, he's going to be playing Catwoman <laughs> <laughs> over, over, over in Golden State. So that's my hey, only hey, issue with hey, that man, right go now. Go ahead and let me uh, pass the ball to me, man. 
I want to look, look the kid in the face and tell you I told you so, man. Right back. Don't be over here trying to sell Wiggins to me, man. No. No, I don't want Wiggins, man. I don't, I don't but, remember selling them to you. No, you were trying to sell them to me, but I said, hey, I blocked that shot out of here. But anyway, so... Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've been silenced. But anyway, let me go ahead and talk about Wiggins, man. No, uh, the thing about Wiggins, man... To me, all he ever did was like mostly produce points, man. And I, I need more than that. And it's going to get even worse when he's over there, you know, with Golden State. Because with them punting right now next year, man, it's just going to fade away into oblivion. I mean, anything to say on that, Sage? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, as far as Wiggity Whack, man. But the thing about the thing about Wiggins is that hopefully in points leagues he can still produce. Um, yeah. at, a, at a decent clip, so he may still be a good player. Yeah, he might be okay in points leagues. Yeah, you know but, saying, but they like, don't have Durant anymore, so they're still going to need to score. Um, they're still going to need to score points. Um, but with Curry, Clay, uh, I, I would expect Draymond to still be there. And they have young talent that has uh, actually produced this year. Oh, yeah, like, my man Lee. Uh, yeah. what, what, how you say his name? Damien Lee, man. Like, yeah, uh, Damien Lee. Damien Lee. Oh, got him in both leagues. Ah! Nice. Ah! Let's go. I was going to pick. He's going to have his value for for uh, the rest of the year. You know, like Damian Lee and Andrew Wiggins. Like, they're going to have great value for the rest of the year. Sure, man. I, I, I got that. That's what's going to happen next year. Free boy. Nice. I don't, as far as Wiggins is concerned, man, his. His, uh, Wigglesworth. His, Mr. Wigglesworth, his, his, uh, <laughs> his, his, his value has taken a, a nosedive, unfortunately, for the dynasty, in, in dynasty formats. Uh, but in uh, as actual points leagues and moving forward in each each season, I, I still will pick him up in a points league. A anyone that knows him, though, has already, you know, uh, someone like Starks has always been following uh, Wigglesworth. I would just call Wigglesworth. <laughs> Knows what he's uh, capable of. Knows what he already brings to the table. So I assume that if you already know Wiggins, you already know like mostly he's just a, a points boy. So I mean that might be good for uh, points leagues, but you know I'm looking you know long term because like with us being in multiple leagues, man, we want to give the fans more than just you know points leagues. So let, let, I'm basing my opinion off of the whole in shot. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the ball from you, Lewis, because I know you've been. I know you've been in the League of Shadows for quite some time and you've been you've been under a rock for you know that time span. Out of nowhere, as you would call him Wig Wigglesworth, right? Yeah, yeah. He actually he actually has been playing surprisingly well in it's fantasy. A lie. It's a lie. It, 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 listen, it, it seems like a mirage, man, but it's real. And it's not something that I expected this year. You know, we, we talked about, you know, he's just been a point specialist, but he's been getting some under the radar assists this year, 3.6 assists, and that's not too bad. And, you know. In Golden State, you know, obviously they're considered a wasteland this uh, team this year. So hey, the hey, value is hey, there. Hey, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and steal the ball back for you, man. I understand. That, that, that's that's great, man. Like uh, round of applause. <laughs> go ahead and just. You know, I'll remember too, like uh, Mario Chalmers. You know, like uh, oh. when, yeah, I'm gonna hop into the DeLorean, and they're like, oh yeah, you know Mario Chalmers. Like yeah, he he's picked it up this year. Yeah, he did it for one year. He's flatline. Went, went, went right back into the. Uh, back, back into his old ways, man. So I'm not hearing it. That's, that's just my opinion. Oh, yeah, hey, man. Oh, hey. Man. You know, you, I like to hop wow. in the DeLorean. Hop in the DeLorean. That is, man. A, that is a throwback. Hey, I, was, man. I was about to talk about Karan Butler earlier, too, man. <laughs> no, go, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. 
Hey, man. Hey, man. Good times. Hey, we've been in fantasy for a long time. But yeah, for, for What do you think, White Knight? I want to know what you have to say about this, man. Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, do you believe it, man? Do you believe he can uh, stay consistent with this over the years? Over the years? No. Yeah, no, no. I don't think him next year. I don't. You know, like, you know, there's Curry. There's Clay. We are, we've already talked about it. But I will say he will be a top 50 player for the rest of the year. Okay. Ride that weight. Yeah. If you're able Sell him after like a huge, like a huge game. <laughs> Sell him for hotcakes. Perfect. All right, we're going. I'll go. Wait, ahead. wait, wait. wait. We didn't ask the kid though. Anything else for the kid? Kid Wiggins. Uh, about Wiggins. Yeah, you saw. You saw his production going down next season, but I think one thing that may go up is probably his assists, just because yeah. he'll be around Steph and Clay. That makes yep. sense. That does make sense. Hey, I man, good input. Definitely, um, Lori. <laughs> well, all right. So the next, I was next serious. I, were you? <laughs> the next player is. Laurie. I can't tell what that I mask. I can't tell what that is. Yeah, the um, mask. The mask. Are we, are we playing the mask singer? Hey man. <laughs> it must must be Dippo under there. Yeah, right? It must be Dippo. Must be Dippo. Right? Hey, hey man, I just know most most you know NBA players when they get busted up and have to throw a mask on, man, they they just start scoring out of their minds. You just. Beasting out there, so. man. You must have broke your nose or something. You got one of those, hey, uh, those, those, those masks. Things on happen, man. When, when you wander in the, the fantasy wasteland, man, and life's like life's throwing stuff at did you, you, man. Did you, you just... see Louis Skull out there? Was Louis Skull out there with you? Hey, man. shut up, man. Continue on, man. It's a long episode, man. Laura, 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 the, the fans want to hear your corny jokes, man. Hey, man. Continue Sco on, man. Scoliosis, man. Remember him? Yeah, yeah I do remember yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, Lori Mark, Lori Markin, Lori Markin, um, uh, Mr. Lori himself. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, say something real quick. I know I'm gonna pass it over to White Knight next because that's his guy. But uh, Markin has been missing the mark <laughs> this year for better <laughs> Um There it goes. He, he had a uh. he had a little stretch in there where he was coming back a little bit, but it's not what you think. Uh, it, my biggest issue with Lori Markin. Isn't his production? It's his uh, his assertiveness on the court. Um, we want him to. We we thought. I know White Knight said it earlier in the year. I also thought it as well that he was going to come out and play at a high level this year. Shoot, maybe you know, 15, maybe ten to fifteen shots a game, uh, average that. And when we're we're looking at his games over this year, and he's shooting eight, six, you know, these these under ten games. That just means that he's not taking the assertiveness he needs to to get into a good rhythm and produce at a high level. He had some moments this year for sure, but in a dynasty format, I would, I mean, in this situation, um, I'll probably be looking at other players because um, I don't like his long-term uh, output. Um, but compared to the Brandon Ingram, I'd rather have Ingram as well. Uh, but White Knight, this is your guy. You wrote the article. What do, right, you feel, what do you feel about Lori marketing the guy? I will I will stand by him. I am I am a loyal oh, stand stand by me. That's right, man. Lori, he's only okay. He's only twenty two years old. He is dealing with a what like a pelvic fracture right now, which sounds sounds insane. Somebody's gonna uh, hit him in the nuts. Uh, I guess so, man. And oh, uh, he was out for like a few months for uh, and, but uh, <laughs> I know I'm just joking. Man. I think he's been hurt this whole year, and I think that's that's been brutally, you know, you know, like messing him up. And I will say that Zach Levine being on the same team, his shots are going to be that's true, non-existent. <laughs> up twenty to thirty shots oh, a game. So. 
Zach Levine's got to go in order for him to grow. But if, but if, but that's like a huge like. I don't think I don't think that Zach Levine's going anywhere. So, Laurie to me is a buy low. He is at the bottom barrel of what you can buy low on, especially if someone is. Especially if someone's competing this year, I would definitely, you know, like I would definitely try to prime away because like I own him in a dynasty league where I am the one seed and I'm getting nervous and I already have four people hurt. It's like if you gave me a decent offer, I might, but I also want to play the long game and I do think that that I do think that he still has some dirt in in him. I know that's huge praise and that might not happen, but I still. I believe in him. I would, I, I'd buy low personally. Uh, but I'm curious what Lewis over there thinks. Hey, yep. Pass yep. me yep. the ball, man. I see you asking for the ball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I completely agree with you. Like, uh, I, when I was checking him out, man, uh, like he, he's a great player, man. But I just feel like he's just being underutilized, man. And I'm scared to use him because, like, I, I picked him up before too. I picked him up and dropped him, and it's just like. I'm just waiting for him to break out, you know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, when – I feel like uh, – man, how do I explain this? When there's players and I feel like, you know, they're just waiting to burst out, but there's all these other obstacles in the way, man. You know, like you said, we need Levine to leave from there for him to be able to – he needs to be put in a situation where he has nothing left to do but shine, like kill or be killed, you know what I'm saying? No, listen, no, listen, it's the mask that's talking right now. Kill or be killed, you actually bang. I will say this. I'm, I think it's, I will say this in fantasy, things can change on a dime, right? If you yeah. would have asked all of us in the beginning of the season, oh, do you take Brandon Ingram or Lori Market? I think we can all essentially think Lori Marketing would have been the yeah, universal absolutely. pick. By all of us, right? Mm-hmm. And some sometimes in fantasy, again, time can change at any moment. So we yeah. try to do the best we can to give you guys that content because right now it seems almost universal. To and I maybe I'm wrong, but I think I would pick Brandon Ingram over Laurie Markin. Are you guys also picking Ingram over Markin at this point in the dynasty oh, format? Man, honestly, take a right. I'm your host here. It's Start. tough. It's tough because I mean I still but like like White Knight I still believe man I re- I really do. I so, stop, so stop dancing, Lewis, and answer the question: Do you take Laurie Marketing or do you take Brandon Ingram in a dynasty format? Stop I'm, dancing. I'm taking Laurie, man. I believe. I'm believing, man. I'm stepping out. Okay, cool. On so let me still ball. No, no. I just want to hear Jacob now. Jacob, okay. do you take your boy still, or do you take Ingram in a dynasty format? Lewis, I, Lewis, I got to get my heart out of it, and I got to take Ingram. Unfortunately, <laughs> I love Lori. Right now, I got to take Ingram, even with the heart situation. Killing which is me, a sketch. You're killing me. If Levine was out of there, this was like his contract year. Yeah, okay. I, no, I get it, I get it, man. But like with that heart scare, though, man, I'm just, I'm just ignoring that, man. But, uh, I got burned bad by Bosch, man. So like, I'm not touching uh-huh. any more players with those kind of conditions. I, I feel I'm, that. I'm not, man. The kid, the kid. What do you feel, man? How you feel about Ingram and uh, marketing? I think I'll go to the Ingram side. Yeah. Good, good, good. Now, uh, White Knight, you you almost made me uh, double up on my on my decision after you mentioned the the skater boy Avril Levine, or should I say Zach Levine? Um, you <laughs> Morse. 
Exactly. Skating on the edge of the world. Hey, remember that song? He was a skater. Skating okay, on. anyways. Um, but he is, if, if anything, if anything, marketing would go before Levine, right? Levine is there, like that, that is there, the Bulls' guy. And yeah. in this, and unfortunately, it would take Lori getting uh, some, uh, a different team, have to go to a different team, a different situation with more of a pass first point guard. If, mm-hmm. if he got a pass first point guard, I think he would really blossom. So hopefully he finds some new, uh, a new place to uh, shoot the rock at for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Next player is gonna be my guy Siakam, Siakam, and um, he he oh man Pascal, um, he's a he's 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 a man among men, and he's been he was bred last year by Kawhi Leonard himself. Watching Kawhi, um, you know, over last year, watching him win the championship, um, really really um, progressed his uh, progressed him. He was I think the bet. Um, the most improved player last year, and he's he's taking it an even step further this year. Um, absolutely would take Siakam. And in this situation, in a dynasty format for sure, would take Siakam over Ingram just because Siakam is the guy, and the jury's still out on whether Brandon Ingram is going to be the guy with Zion or Zion's going to be the guy with Brandon Ingram. Mm. Um, so uh, Pascal Siakam for sure. Uh, man, I, I would ride him to the walls fall off. He is a secured second round pick for me for years to come um if he's available um i you know i you you, you grab him in the second round for sure um uh, the kid how do you feel about pascal siakam and uh, uh in general and comparative to um brandon ingram man i would be all over pascal siakam mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh i would definitely take him over ingram in probably any league to be honest uh I love what he's providing up. He's up to three pointers, points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, mm. and right. can't beat that. So yeah, it's funny. They both kind of remind me not of each other, but they both have similar similar skill sets. Um, Brandon Ingram's upped his three point production this year as well, um, and they both have that length. Um, but Pascal Siakam seems just like the guy. Um, if they continue with the way Toronto's going, working them sweatshops, <laughs> you, you you guys know about those sweatshops over in Toronto. Uh, he's he's averaging well over 30, 33 minutes a game. So, um, you know, you got to like that. Uh, Lewis, that's right. Your name's Lewis, right? You just got lit up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Honestly, I don't even know why we're wasting time even talking about this. Like, the, the, the obvious answer <laughs> is, is Pasca. Like, honestly, I've seen him, like, even in our dynasty, man, he went fast, man. Like, jeez, uh, man. Like, I feel like uh, like Luca, uh, like Luca Donovan, like, he, he's, he, he went fast like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, who is that? Luca uh, from the... Uh, Dodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McNabb? Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying. You, you know, you know oh, who I'm talking about, man. Donovan, I guess. Donovan, yeah, McNabb. Don, yeah, whatever. But anyways, I mean, it, I, I don't even know what we're talking about. Like, Siaka, man, he's the man. Did you, yeah. uh, did you see, did you see, did you see his game from last Friday? He had five threes for 37 points, 12 rebounds, three assists, three blocks, eight for eight from the charity strike. He's young, but he's ready, right? He, he, and, and again, uh, you got to look at these players, kind of like um, SG, uh, uh, Shy, Giggles, 
Giglius, my Giggly. guy, Giggly. yeah, Giggly, Giggly, Giggly. Uh, my guy over in the all right, all over right. in the thunder. Um, <laughs> you gotta look at these people getting um, kind of like the next step. He's getting uh, coached up by CP3. He's yeah. also been doing great this year and improving in all facets and areas. There's something to it to have a veteran on your team and learning from them. And call learning, that passing the torch, man. Yeah, passing the. There you go, passing the torch, and right. that's what that's what Kawhi did for Pascal last year. Pascal was already doing great, um, you know, with Kawhi next to him, but it's just on another level. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think we're all pretty. Uh, yeah, starks. I'm, I'm pretty sure every, to everyone, to that, man? everyone's on. Uh, I will say this. It seems to be easy, but look, I just want to look at it to long-term and the dynasty also because, I mean, it seems like it's easy, but let me just put this in perspective too. You know, he's 25. He's about to be 26 years old. That's still young in fantasy, mm -hmm. but Brandon Ingram's 22. So let me at least spin it around and put it to you guys this way. If you're trying to build long-term, do you still go Pascal Siakam? He's going to be 26 in April, or do you go Brandon Ingram at 22? Uh, Lewis, I'll, I'll pass you the oh, ball. Man, stop being the egghead, Starks, man. It's always, it's, you're always coming out here with these uh, molder uh, schemes from like, uh, what was that called? X Files or whatever, man. Yeah, man, but this could happen right here. I mean, there's, you know, some kind of. Angle well, let me still. Let me still. Hold on. Let me still. Hold on. Let me still. Right yeah. back. Because you have to also think, just like I mentioned earlier, if you would have asked in the beginning before the season started, Brandon Ingram or Lori Markin, you see how things change, right? So yeah, we have to yeah, still. Yeah. So I'll pass I mean, you back. well, now now that you put it like that, sometimes I start thinking about you know I I have a a, a, a unique style and I I'm like okay I'm gonna pick this person but then you get me thinking like oh maybe I shouldn't and go right back to I'm sticking with my decision man because like okay. that can burn you too like we've talked about a lot of players starts where you uh what were they the Airbender uh, Valentine man where you're like oh man there's a possibility that this could happen right here man but. You know, it's, it, to me, it's like high risk with that as well, because there's a possibility. You know, there, there's all sorts of possibilities in, in fantasy. So um, I'm sticking with my gut. I'm That's still, what I do. I'm still no. Nah, I like that. You are a gut guy. I'm gonna steal the ball real quick. Um, I'm just gonna say that um, my biggest issue, and this is for the listeners, my biggest thing in real life and in fantasy is looking at potential. And um, so when you're looking at uh, Pascal Siakam and Brandon Ingram, you're looking at the potential of those guys um, and what they're they're out they're you know what they could output for their, for upcoming years. There's two things that I look at. Zion Williamson is a big problem for Brandon Ingram. Uh, we haven't had enough data to figure out whether or not these guys can coexist and be you know kind of you know coexisting at the same time at a high fantasy level. My second thing on Pascal's side is that Kyle Lowry is actually pretty old as well. So um, when you think about Kyle Lowry maybe, um, you know, kind of tailoring down as the years come on, that means Pascal is just going to have a lot more responsibility for the upcoming years as well. Um, I know Norman Powell can probably slide into that spot oh, eventually, Powell. but um, I think Powell is actually, Powell. <laughs> Powell is actually pretty, is a little Powell. under, on the whole, exactly, Powell. Powell. Uh, it's actually pretty. He's he's older. How old? Do you know how old Powell, Powell is? He's the same age as Siakma. I think he's like twenty. I think okay, he's like okay. twenty six. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So yeah. So you know that's probably the, the future point guard in um in there. So yeah. So I, I I look at that and I think Siakam is definitely gonna be a uh, a main a mainstay point and he's a safer pick right now for the future in my eyes. Um, but I'll pass it over to White Knight and see how he feels. I prefer him as well, even though he's almost 26 years old. Like Stark says, I mean, like, we try to build towards, like, 
five years in, you know, and he's going to be dominant for the, for at least the next five years. You know, like I see him, you know, like his game, he, he's sort of like a late bloomer because he just came out of nowhere. It seemed to destroy the league. So I think he still has five to seven years of playing great ball. Um, I will say it's close between Siakam and Ingram. So if you were to start like, a dynasty league right now, they would go like Siakam would go somewhere between, you know, like 15 and 20. Ingram would go somewhere between 20 and 25, at least for me. Uh, so I would definitely go Siakam there being on a Raptors team, like LT said, runs him into the ground, which is a little <laughs> bit concerning. Uh, but it seems like he's ready for it, you know? Hey, man, hey man sometimes you got to be ran in the ground, man, to become a soldier, right? Absolutely, man. Diamond in the rough. Hey man, that's, that's, that's good. <laughs> hey, the kid doesn't like you, man. What you gotta like What you gotta say, kid, man? You you you're over here with uh Mulder, and I guess you're Scully, huh? Mulder you, and Scully. Yeah. You, what you gotta say, man? I'll probably I'll definitely take Pascal Siakam. In the next five years, I see him, of course, upping his production. Um, I see him probably being somewhere between. 15 and 20 next year. And then as the years go on, probably about 10 to 15. I mean, like, uh, my question is, though, like, okay, say we're drafting right now. Like, uh, what's the percentage that uh, you would take Pasco over uh, Ingram, like, percentage-wise, out of, like, 50, 50, 60, 40, 75, 25? Uh, who in what favor? 70, 30. That's all. Okay. That's perfect. That's perfect. I, it was it was a test. You guys passed. That's that's good. It's still Siakam, right? And you should still have that mentality to win now. Would hope you guys do for the listeners. Like I know there's listeners that build for the future, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think it's important. I think it's important to have the desire to win now versus later on. Because listen, uh, as we're going to touch up, I'll probably just go ahead and say it now. You know, you play in leagues to win, right? You if you play long term, just keep in mind people quit. As years progress on, I, I, let me know if you're in a league that's been established that nobody's quit within a five to ten year span. Please let me know, because in five years of fantasy and in leagues that we've been in, I'm sure there's been a, a replacement that's happened and mm-hmm. team structure has changed immediately. So that's just something to keep in mind. But, yes, Pascal Siakam, I believe we're all universally on. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the what's another surprising thing about Pascal Siakam is his block record here recently. I think, what, last week he's 1.3 blocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob had mentioned three blocks in his last game. He had an explosive game. Uh, actually, that was like the number one player that last game versus all NBA players. So that is something to uh, take in consideration and notice. So the future is strong, just like what LT said. You know, the sweatshops they run in Toronto, Kyle Lowry, as he mentioned, is getting older, right? So the keys are keeps getting pushed his way. It only makes sense for him to get all the value. All that vacuum, all that usage, all that smoke that is coming his way. So it's definitely a bright thing to see, and I'll pass you on back to Miles. Hey, no problem, man. So next player up is oh, PG-13. Hey, not R-rated yet, but we are in PG-13 world. <laughs> um, this is a tough one. This is actually a very tough one. This is a super tough one um, because Paul George, to me, had a major injury. Uh, major injury. He's come back and played actually really well. I didn't expect him to come back and play that well after that injury. That was a scary-looking injury. Um, but he is on the older side. Um, and with him being on the older side, I feel like in a five-year span, 
Um, I, I would actually, if I was building a dynasty league right now, I would take Brandon Ingram over PG-13. Now, if I was on a team, and I know we've been talking about win-now situations, um, if I was trying to win now in the next one to two years, um, then I would actually pick up PG-13 uh, just because he's going to be giving you that high-tier high production in all facets. And Brandon Ingram right now is just not there in producing those stock stats. Um, but long-term, anything over two years, you gotta go with Brandon Ingram just because Paul George with that injury scare and the roles he's taking on these teams the last couple of years, he's looking to be more of a Robin than a Batman. <laughs> and um, and in the situation with the Thunder, I mean, I'll say like a Nightwing. Yeah, I mean, still, still I mean some... he's, you know, no, no, he's still he's still he's still looking to be. I mean, Robin's pretty good, uh, but he's still he's just looking to uh, kind of he's not looking to be the guy anymore like he was in the pacer world yeah. so um you just you just uh you see where that production is um so in a five-year span ingram for me uh i'm gonna go ahead and pass the ball over to you oh to to lewis yeah lewis, no no i'm just gonna i'm gonna say my piece real quick i'm gonna keep it sweet and short i'm gonna go ahead and add on to what you said it's funny i was looking at it and he's actually injured like right now as far as hamstring his hamstring right. and like it's yeah. never we, we always hear about them, man. Hammies are they're, they're not they're not good, man, for athletes, man. And for him to keep getting injured like this, man, I have to be worrying about it. Especially if you were, you know, we're talking in a five year basis. Like I'm, I'm definitely, I'm like shocked some people say I'm going with Ingram, but I'm I'm going with Ingram because like, like uh, Sage said, he had that one big injury, and then on top of that, he's get, he's not getting any younger. You know, they might try to keep trying to use him and make him the guy, but like. His body is not, you know, in my opinion, not fit to keep on, you know, running sweatshops like that. And, you know, as soon as someone, you know, something happens to where, like, they're like, oh, we're in a win-now mode. I feel like they, you know, they run them too hard. So, you know, I'm going with anger. Right, night. I'll piggyback off of that. Um, he just hurt his hamstring. He's hurt his hamstring a few times. And now he's on a Clipper team that got so much depth. Recently, they just got Reggie, uh, Reggie Jackson. Didn't they used to get Reggie Jackson? Uh, Marcus Morris. You know, like they're like stockpiling. Oh, yeah, they just got stuff. Marcus too. Wow. I forgot so that him. they can load manage Paul George. There's no reason for, for them to rush him out for the rest of the year. And, and I believe if the Clippers continue to have this depth and continue to win without Paul George and uh, then – there's no incentive to play him, which is why I lean heavily toward Brandon uh, Brandon Ingram because I know that he's going to play whenever he whenever he can. You know, like the Pelicans aren't aren't really competing for the next you know one to two years. You know, like you know, like if Zion keeps playing, then maybe they will be in the playoffs this year if they sneak in. But like. At least you know as a fantasy owner that Brandon Ingram's going to bring it every game. He's going to play every single game he can because he's one of their best players. Whereas Paul George and the Clippers and Kawhi Leonard, they will take every single game off that they possibly can. So I would much rather have the guy who I know is going to try to play, you know? Ed, how you feel, man? All right. Heavenly on the uh, Ingram side. Right. Like White Knight here, we like our youthful guys, so we'll definitely ride on the uh, youth. That's right. Good. Sounds good. Tomorrow. Hey, Starks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this, is actually, this, uh, this is actually this is actually a little tougher for me, um, because obviously 
got to take your heart out of fantasy, right, when it comes to, like, certain players. And Paul George is dear, dear to me. Uh, but one thing that is sad, obviously, with his injury situation, just like what Lewis had mentioned, you know, the hamstring, he's been actually having a lot of injuries. You know, before the season started, what, he had double, like, uh, shoulder surgery on both his shoulders. Yeah, you had him start, so you had to wait for, to use him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had to wait to use him, you know, in the dynasty format, and I'm feeling that pain now. Um, but I guess in a dynasty format, maybe universally, and it's hard for me to say Brandon Ingram, but it looks like it could be universal. But let me ask you guys this, if you don't mind. In a redraft format, a startup, just redraft, redraft format, you're going to try to win next year. Um, who would you actually take? Jeez, um, I, I, I would, I would take Ingram, but yeah. that, that's a personal, that's a personal decision, only because mm -hmm. I, I, I doubted Ingram. I saw I, my sage eyes saw something, and uh, I, I kind of went, I went, I went against it, and uh, he's been, he's reducing um, what I saw him on the court do. And next year, he's probably just going to be better. And with that team being able to have an offseason together with a healthy Zion, um, healthy, uh, hopefully Drew can come back and produce for them. Um, wow. You know, coach, yeah, yeah, coach those guys. Hopefully they get Jackson, uh, Michael Jackson out there. Um, and hopefully he can get, yeah, Jackson, Jackson Hayes is what I'm talking about. Um, but no. Jackson. Jackson. But hopefully he can start at center because I think he has the, the, you know, the youth and the skills to do so. And they can be a, you know, they can be a force. But, um, yeah, PG is also dear to my heart, Starks. You know that I've had him in a couple of uh, long fantasy runs. I've, I've always picked, loved to pick up Paul George. There's too many injuries, man. Yeah, so I'll say this real quick, too. It's... I mean, it's harder to say, wait till the season ends, because, you know, if you got to put a question on the spot, you got to do it as if it was going on right now. Assuming that he was healthy next season, you know, I would actually take Paul George in a redraft format. But that's just an assumption. We don't know, especially with these injuries. Right. So I'll go ahead and pass you back the ball there, LT, on the, uh, the next player uh, that Brandon Ingram's against in the dynasty format. Oh, he's against your guy, the snake, Kevin Durant. Uh -oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The snake himself. Hey, real quick, I didn't get to do a clutch shot last episode because my internet sure. decided to frizz <laughs> out. But um, oh. thank you, listeners, for understanding, even if you don't. Um, exactly. Don't worry. I know. Um, Ke Ke Kevin Durant actually came out and stated that he has a bunch of like songs and rap music with other NBA players in the league. And uh, is it called Super Friends? Uh, I, I, I wish it was, but just to add a couple of names, uh, there's a blast from the past in there. There's uh, JaVel McGee is one of those players. I know that's dear, near and dear to your heart, Lewis. Uh, JaVel McGee was one of the rap artists on there. And then my guy, Rudy Gay, they have a track with Rudy Gay on it, just going in 16 bars, just going off. See, this, this is, this is what's wrong with, this is wrong, wrong man. I, I don't understand, man. I mean, everyone, if you find something to be great at and, you know, whether it be a sport or basketball, I mean, why, why, you gotta, why do you think you, you can be great in everything, man? I, I, I don't understand. Like, I, I don't know. I'm Have y'all seen that yeah. clip with Dwayne? Only, only, only Lillard could do that. Yeah, I mean, Lillard's actually good at it. Uh, y'all seen that clip with Dwayne Wade out there rapping with Rick Ross? Uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, yeah, look it up. He, it's awful. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> he, it's absolutely. So much scrutiny right now. Oh, excuse me. 
That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch. I'm, I'm not gonna get into that Wade stuff. Yeah, that, that, with his son. But yeah, he's he's like on the he's on the he's on like the stage with Rick Ross and he spits his verse. It's it's awful. Anyways, um, <laughs> we're gonna go to Kevin Durant. Um, um, I'll take. I, I, this is gonna go against everything we said in this podcast. But I'm gonna go with Kevin Durant on this one in a dynasty format. And the reason why I'm going with Kevin Durant is because. I'll take Durant's next four years, three to four years of just being maybe the the best player in the league over Brandon Ingram's potentially top 20, top 25 next five years. Um, I'll just take that production. Kevin Durant is just that good. And with the way he plays the game, I know this injury is a little bit of a scare, uh, but he is a shooter. Uh, He is a good shooter. So he can... I feel like if he needed to transition to be a spot-up shooter, he could. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to have to do that. but So let me let me steal the ball and pass it back to you, LT. So, okay. like you had mentioned, if someone was to offer you Brandon Ingram for Kevin Durant in a mm-hmm. dynasty format right now, you would take that – would you, you would decline that deal? If they would offer me Kevin Durant for Brandon for- Ingram? Or excuse me, would you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Would you accept that? I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, you, I, I, I would. Oh wow. Okay. Oh boy. I would. If 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 I was trying to win now, I would. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take the ball from you and say I would. I think I would take uh, Kevin Durant also, because you know you know with not only am I about the win now, but Sometimes I'll look at a player like Kevin Durant, like people for some reason, they'd be super thirsty on Kevin Durant. So I look at it as a win-win. You know, if I can sell him, take him and flip him to to something even more, that's a win. And if I can't trade him, he's still going to do good, you know, good enough on my team anyway. So it's a win-win for me. Kevin Durant. Because people be thirsty for Kevin Durant. They, they (laughs) They will pay top dollar for Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, and I know he hasn't played in a while, and we tend to forget. I remember, because I, I, I remember going against him. He was doing it all for Golden sure. State. He was doing it all. He was shooting threes. Um, I think the only thing that may have been below one maybe was a still rate. I, I'm, no, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. But he was also blocking the ball a lot at a high clip as well. So it's just one of those things where he gives you power forward stats in a small forward body. Uh, with three-pointers from a point guard. It's just free throws out of this world. He's just a complete package. And if he can just bottle that in for the next three years, again, there's injury risk, of course. Um, But, yeah, I got Kevin Durant. What do you think, White Knight? The thing about that is that Kevin Durant could have even more value if if he returns, you know, know, as healthy as he can. He can have even more value playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Mm -hmm. Now, one caveat is that he will be playing with Kyrie Irving, <laughs> That's true. Which, which which is extremely scary. But he's also done well and played with Russell Westbrook. Um, That's true. That's true. Who is a ball hog, but he gets a bunch of assists. He's confusing to me as a player, Russell Westbrook. Uh, I, I don't know how he does it. He's he's good at that. But I like Durant. I think I like I. Like what Lewis said in trying to buy him low right now, and then if he comes back and destroys, flip him for a lot more value. Or if it's like, hey, I'm just going to keep him. You know, like he's probably 
the first, second, third best player in the league. And it all depends on his Achilles, of course, but we just saw some video. He's looking good. He's looking spry. You know, he's hitting all those shots. So, I mean, you know, his stock right now is pointing up. Whereas the time to buy him low was like early in the yeah, season. It would have been like when he first got injured, but now you know, right? You know, when people post up videos like that, you know, they get excited. Like Starks, you know, right. what, what happened with Dippo, man? He was just like, "Oh my god!" You know, <laughs> it, it sounded like a little little, little school. <laughs> hey, Dippo! Oh, yeah, yeah, Dippo's coming back. Hey. You know, so I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "Ain't no way I'm gonna be able to get Dippo out of him now, man. Ain't no way." <laughs> What do you think? What do you guys think, Ed Starks? Uh, so I'll say this: this I actually agree with all you guys surprisingly here, and, and the reason why is it's like LT. You know, you kind of said I, I could take KD, but also I can still take in consideration what Lewis and Jacob was saying that maybe I can trade him and flip him to get something even better. Because again, just like what Jacob said, he's honestly in the fantasy realm, you know, a top one to two, three They're type of player as long dollar, as he's healthy. And I think a lot of people may or may not forget about that right we know it's the lucas show we get it we can we understand we understand that the new answers uh, hooked on phonics you guys know uh, what, what players what players in particular thanks lewis players in particular but um yeah that free throw percentage what lt had mentioned you know a high volume at that uh hitting three pointers i mean as stephen a smith would say pull up from 30 you know all i don't know why he always says that but he can hit three pointers without basically he's unguardable right yeah. and the thing is it is, but one thing is still concerned. We we still got to make sure that we understand that Achilles yeah, injury is yeah. no joke, right? right, right and right. now coming, we have to also keep in mind as the age. And then had mentioned this. Gabe bounced back, man. He bounced back from the Achilles. Did he though? But going back to KD though, <laughs> um, K KD is going to be 32 next year in September, right? That's already past the primary pasta in when right. it comes to fantasy or in even NBA age, right? We know the prime age in the NBA is around 26 to 30 years of age. He's 32, but what else? Well, he's going to be 32, but what LT said, he's going to age gracefully, right? Because he has that jump shot. He doesn't rely on his athleticism. So he potentially has three to five years left. But again, it comes on the Achilles injury, you know, uh, the Kobe injury, you know, you know, obviously he, he's, uh, he's, he's passed away. Uh, our prayers still out to the family, but he had an Achilles injury and he was never the same, right? Um, there's other players the same with this injury. Now I'm not saying all players are going to be the same uh, when it comes to health because everybody's body uh, is built differently, but that's still something to keep in mind. But now I'm starting to convince myself that I might lean on to the Lewis side a little bit more LT just because of um, that Achilles injury and the age because once he starts stringing some strong games, yeah, a potential, I could sell him like hotcakes and see how much of the maximum uh, bid that I can get for him in return. Um, the kid, what's your thoughts on this, man? Stars and Lewis do have a, a valid point, but I'm going to stick on uh, LT's side on this one. If I have a win-out team, I would just stick it out, KD, and then if I uh, have a um, – if I'm uh, building young, I'll probably try to sell them. Okay. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, and, and again, points leagues, um, you know, redraft formats, category leagues. You gotta, you gotta get. I mean, I, I under, he may he may come at a 
at a good price this next upcoming year because of the injury. He might, oh, he, might he might slip into the later later part Honestly, of the first man, round, I'm, early I second round. I gotta start making moves. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to try to get a hold of him right now. Man. Yeah, okay. Well, during, <laughs> but yeah, in redraft formats, he's gonna he's probably gonna take a hit. Um, so you just gotta you just gotta um, look out for that and produ- produce at a high level next year. Um, we're gonna go ahead and uh, go to the next player. And, um, I'm gonna go ahead and take an ISO uh, 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 skip to my Lou. Skip to yeah, it's an ISO yeah, go, ahead, go, ahead, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, ISO You know, go go ahead and uh, smile. JJJ, right? Um, uh, J- Jameis Jinkleheimer Smith, right? Whatever his name is, I don't care what his name is, because guess what? Jane Jonah Jameson. Jane, Jane Jonah Jameson. There you go. Was the Spider Man? Guess guess who? Guess who wasn't swinging from the web from from the buildings at the beginning of the year? He wasn't. Uh, but you know who was? Brandon Ingram. I got offered earlier in the year a trade. Uh, for Brennan Ingram, for JJJ, Triple J, yeah. Um, jump, you know, the J's don't stand for jumpers, right? You know that, right? So, with that being said, um, uh, JJJ has played better. He has played better. I, I do I do have to say that. Um, he was dealing with some injuries earlier in the year. So, you know, you you know, you know, give him that. But uh, Brandon Ingram in a dynasty format, by far, by far, not even close. The only reason why I say that is because um, the the People who are on the Memphis Grizzlies that I feel like are going to explode in the next couple of years. One A and one B is John Morant and Dylan Brooks. And so right now, in third on that list would be Triple J. And originally coming into the season, I thought it was him number one. But Dylan Brooks and John Morant have shown me that they can produce at a high level. Oh, yeah, man. So um, I don't believe I don't believe that. uh, Yeah. Hopefully Triple J can bounce back, but I'll I'll pass it over to White Knight. What do you think about Triple J and Brandon Ingram, man? You know, I'm, I am in the same boat as you. I'd go with Ingram just because of age, and he also has proven to me that he can still stuff the stat sheet with Zion still there, and that was my main concern. You know, like can you do it with no Zion? But and and he is he's doing it. So I mean, I I trust Ingram. Um, I do like JJJ. I think he's in a, I, I think he's personally in a buy low window, especially with this knee injury that he just uh, that that just happened. I think he's in a huge uh, buy low window at least for 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 the rest of the season. He will be great, Jaren uh, Jackson Jr. He has all the traits to be great, but I will take Ingram over him for sure. What do you think, Lewis? Oh man, I'm in the same boat. Hey, we're all in the same boat. We're rolling I'm together, man. Boat. Hey, hey, bro. I, I feel it, man. Seriously, because here's the thing, too. Like, you know, uh, with LT saying like um, Brooks, they're gonna be using him more and more. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're gonna be feeding him the ball a lot more. And, and you don't want to pick up someone that's gonna be the third man. If I can get Ingram, you know, why would I risk that? You know, it, it just makes sense to. You know, if you're going to take a risk on something, you know, make sure, you know, there's going to be a high reward. There's, it, it, it doesn't make any sense to risk something like that. Now, when we were talking about before, like um, Kevin Durant versus Ingram, you know, see, it, you know, you can look at it from both sides of the spectrum. But, you know, with that, that player that he just said, uh, what's uh, uh, Jay Jonah, whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, he's not even on my radar, man. So I'm, I'm going with, I'm going with Ingram all day. What do you think, man? I will go with Ingram too. I traded for uh Dylan Brooks in a dynasty league, and I uh and uh I want man. I could I could tell you the trade, but 
I'm not sure Lewis would approve of it. Uh, uh, I'll just uh, say uh, I seen, I seen it, man. You're a bum. <laughs> <laughs> You're a straight up bum, man. But it's okay. Yeah, I was, I I, I was wandering shot, off at the wasteland. I, I let you get away with that, so it's okay. That, that's on me for not watching you and not stopping so, you. So let me let me um let me at least say this about yeah. It seems like. LT, I want to apologize to you because I know oh, it's man, still man. Uh, it's still it's still fire underneath you and you're, and you're behind that, because that's, the situation. <laughs> it's, you know? it's, but, it's my fault, man. I know better than to agree with you. That's my. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you play with that old school Mario sixty four cool. fire jumper. I'm glad that you disagree because I, I disagree with you on something here. I felt disrespectful when I heard this come out your lips just now when you had said Dylan Brooks is like the second man there. That's blasphemy, brother. Uh, he's no, right. I'm with you, now, man. He, Oh, hold on, hold on. So I understand this, right? Um, he's been, or, uh, Dylan Brooks has been a pleasant surprise, definitely this year. He's ranked 161 in the nine cat category league. Uh, to be honest with you, that's not actually good, but he's been a surprise this season. This is what people need to understand. He's not number two there. Like I'm going to also say now, John Morant. He's a coming up guy. We know that he's going to be the man there, but I still think it's Jaron Jackson. Um, Triple J is essentially the second guy there, right? If not, sometimes the first. Let me give you this uh, notation, right? 28 minutes is what he's averaged this season. Per 36 numbers, if you were to give him a, a, a solid time frame in those per 36 numbers, he's a 2.1 blocks guy on top of three three-pointers made, on top of 21 points made as well. So if you give him the time and opportunity, aside from this injury situation, he could be a potentially a top 25 player. If his usage rate also goes up, his usage rate is 23% this year. If it continues to grow next year, we can expect that. But if it goes up more, he could still be back in the logic of potentially be on the same planet, Earth, or whatever realm that you want to say with Brandon Ingram. Do I think it's going to happen like now or immediately? No. But could it happen? Yeah, absolutely. It's there. His ceiling is still untapped. It's just unfortunate that these injuries has taken place with him. Now, he started out very slow this season. We can all agree to that. His play maker, honestly, actually the last week or two looks putrid. But overall, in this ranking in a nine-cat category league, he's, he's ranked 62. Yes, fly with me, Lewis. Hey, this is where we're at hey, here. Hey, Angels um, in the outfield, man. It could happen, right? Hey, hey man, listen. Hey, it could happen, right? It could happen, but yes, Brandon Ingram, I think you have to take. Right, in a dynasty format. But I still think there's better days to come uh, for Triple J. Uh, as you guys would say, you know, James Jones, Jameson, uh, he, he's not swinging his bed as we, thought, as, he, as we thought this year. But there's better days to come for him. And, and I'll pass you back to the um, just to Just to double up on that, um, I, I happen to agree with you. But, again, you got to understand there's a little bit of uh, <laughs> personal know. personal feelings in that. And so even when, J, even when Triple J does good, it's like – why weren't you doing that all along? And yeah, it's like, my thing with Dylan Brooks and John Moran is that they're both rookies. So they're going to be growing up together. Again, those guys look like they are going to be a, a rookie. Is he? Is Brown, he's is still he, pretty. Uh, he's still pretty. Is his second year? Is his sophomore year? It's either his, I think it's his second year. Or Who? Um, Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Brooks. Oh, it's his third year because he third. missed all of last uh, okay, year. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he missed. That's what happened. He missed. Okay, yeah, yeah he missed. Okay, that's why. I, okay, so so essentially, it's his third year, but really, it's his second year. Really, at the same time. Year. Okay, uh, but yeah. yeah, he's also super young, but um, but yeah, uh, got the got the baby curls going on. Last, um, <laughs> yeah, you've seen those. Okay, anyways, I'm the last um, last player. This is a uh, uh, Isaac Newton, our guy. We can't forget about him. 
A lot of people will. Hey, <laughs> cheat code. I already have. Yeah, <laughs> cheat codes for the listeners. A lot of people are going to forget about what Isaac was producing at the beginning of hey. this year. So next year in those drafts, baby, get those get those clippings out. We won't forget here in New Life yeah. Fantasy. Um, we will. But, uh, your, your competitors will. So keep that in mind. Um, but, um, oh, man, this is a tough one. This is a tough one because this is taken into consideration – the only way that I would go with the Isaac route in this situation mm. is if, and, it, and that's why I'm not going to go with him, but he has to, to me, to, to get to Brandon Ingram, to be on the same level as Brandon Ingram, he has to score just a teeny bit, a little bit more. Sure. And sure. he, and he, and he was getting right. He was starting to get to that point where he was scoring consistently in the teens um, and still producing those high blocks and still producing those other those other fine stats, just he just got he would have to just score a little bit more for me, um, and he would he would easily take it if he can get closer to if he can get somewhere in the realm of around sixteen to twenty points per game, I would take Jonathan Isaac all day every day. But with the way that it is now, I would take Ingram still in the dynasty format. Lewis, what do you think, man? Man, man, you, you, you know me, man. Long Skull Island, man. Okay. That's that's just to tell you to tell tell you what you need to know right there, man. Do I? Do you know who we're talking about? Yeah, I do know who you're talking about, man. Okay. Or maybe, right. maybe I think I know who you're talking about, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. Is it? Is it? You talk about uh, Jonathan Isaac, right? Jonathan yeah, Isaac, yeah. yeah. I, I'll take him, man. Okay. Honestly. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, White Knight. I'm leaving the best for last. White Knight, what's your uh, thoughts? Uh, I'm still gonna roll with Brandon Ingram as. Much as I love, he gives. I think I would rather have Brandon Ingram. Uh, it's pretty close, but I would, I still favor on the upside of Ingram. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaac still has a lot of upside, but like you said, LT, he doesn't score much. Although, you know, like Stark says, nothing else matters, right? He gets you. Okay. That's just a saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If it, I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't know. Hey, if, my gut. I don't know. Isaac, you're gonna pay for that one. Isaac, man. <laughs> it does when you're comparing the two together, and uh, I, I see Isaac with that 11 points per game somewhere in that area. Um, but he was listen. Hey, he's in, healthy in, though. In his no, he's not. In his he's in not. his in, in his uh, respect, he was doing better. He was getting better. He was doing better, and it, it you know. I think he has the potential to get to that point. He's just not there now, so I can't make that decision now. But the kid, what do you think? This is a pretty hard decision for me to make. I know, I know you're a fan of Isaac, kid. No. No. <laughs> oh, it's funny because I was uh, going to say we were saying but some. I'm not really a fan of him. But I, I think I'll go with the Brandon Ingram side. Okay, cool. Uh, Iron Man. Ah, yeah. So, okay, so I just want to make sure, Lewis, did you have, did you have Isaac? Yeah, Isaac. Uh, LT, who did you have? In- Ingram, Ingram. Ingram, uh, Jacob and um, Kid had uh, Ingram as well, right? Yeah, I'm the only one on Isaac right now. You might, you might not be the only one. Oh, well, here we go. So, the safe bet right now would seem to be Ingram. I get it. I get it. He's, <laughs> he's looking good this season. We, you know, we can... 
I could juice the orange on him. I could eat my crow on him because I called him a scrub last year. I was like, he's not going to be a player. I said that all season. And when I, like I said, when I call players scrubs, all of a sudden they do good. So, you know, and honestly, when I write articles on players, they get injured. Look at Towns right now. So I don't know what it is. I'm putting the juju on these players. I, I, I do apologize to the listeners. But with that being said, right, let me, as, as, Jacob, as Jacob would say, Nim, nothing else matters. And LT says – it, it doesn't matter. Actually, it does matter because in a nine-cat category league, nothing else matters that's, with that's the rare true. stats, right? Sure. Steals and blocks. Obviously, what LT said and Jacob said, he doesn't score a lot. I get it. But that's not why you draft him because nothing else matters with this mm-hmm. guy in particular. Before he, you know, he was out, he was the top 14 player in nine-cat category leagues, right? And that's mm-hmm. better than what Ingram is doing. And he's been exploding, a world beater, right? But in the per 36 numbers, listen – He's giving you three blocks a game, 1.9 steals. That's almost two steals a game and a three-pointer. That, is a that sounds like threat. a Kong that, to me. It's, it's, it's outrageous. And he's a skinny Kong, right, at the same time in Orlando. Now, could his usage rate come up? It potentially, yeah, absolutely could because we know uh, Nikola Vucevic, he's a great player, but how long is he going to sustain this chase the next few years? So in a dynasty format, could he get better? Yeah, absolutely. Could he get the keys to the offense? Yeah, potentially he could be. And if he got the keys, and if he is healthy, and his usage rate goes up, his points is going to go up too. His three points is going to go up. All this stuff can go his way. So just like what LP says, people are going to slowly kind of forget about him. They're going to look at the new wave of players like Brandon Ingram. I get it, right? The safe bet, honestly, would still potentially be Brandon Ingram. But if I'm a high-risk, high-reward type of GM, is we, we we also say in new life no risk it no biscuit i want to take that bit and i want to get that biscuit on isaac because if he's healthy and they potentially give him the usage rate he was my breakout player this season i also mentioned that before the season started and he was definitely that he broke records that i didn't think that he could do i i had him potentially as a top 75 maybe at the highest top 50 what? He was a top 14 player, and a lot of people are going to forget that going into next season. Now, the thing will start, things will start changing because the hype train, the echo is going to start formulating as the, you know, as the year comes along. You know, players like Miles Bridges that I can talk about for days on that he's finally doing better. But that block and steal rate, oh my goodness, like that's nothing that I'm just going to ignore. A skinny guy at that, the percentage right there, percentages can good come up with him. The free throw percentage can come up with him. But again, just like what Jacob said, the ceiling, and just like LT, the ceiling is, Brandon Ingram's ceiling is high too. So <laughs> you put me in a spot, and, and if I believe that all this can happen and go Isaac's way, then that would be great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Starks, and, and not to, you know, I everything you just said, I actually agree with. So everything you just said, I agree with. So it's just one of those sides of who, what side are you on, right? And I'm just on the side of, in the back of my head, I love all those stats Isaac did this year. In the back of the head, I can't help but feel this feeling that they were just a little, a little high. I just, I, 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 I just in the back of my head. Now, hopefully, he can keep those up. You know, three blocks. Those, those were just, those, were, those numbers were out insane. And you, you get all the credit for bringing you were, you were calling out Isaac's name since the beginning. So you get all, you get all of the praise there. Uh, but, um. Just something in my back of the head's like the normal amount of blocks would be maybe around 1.92, yeah. and then the steal rate is more like yeah, 1.5. You know, and he'll regret. And I and steal the ball real quick. He he could definitely regress, right? <laughs> he could definitely regress. And you know he 
it's one of those things. Was it sustainable? No, not necessarily. But like you had mentioned, LT, the 1.9 block seems to be realistic. But for him to keep up that 14 value of uh, particular, he would have yeah, to bump up his yeah. points. And that's what I think it would it would return to the mean. But I'll pass you back the ball. I just had to say no, no, oh, 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 let's be grabbing the ball and stealing this. Since we, you want to sit up here and talk about that, Lam, let me ask you. I'm gonna go ahead and hop into Dorian and ask you about G Hay. Let's let's go ahead and bring G Hay up, man. man we're gonna oh, talk about. I'm gonna oh, we will, we will. Don't oh, worry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so well, I was gonna feelings. say, no, we're getting our feelings out. No, it's okay. Um, I uh, Starks, man, your new name's Tropicana, man. I'm gonna start calling. Yeah, because you, you you turn that or, you turn that orange into into juice real quick on Jonathan <laughs> Isaac, man. I appreciate it. Hey, that's why I was feeding yeah. off of that, man. You know my my slogan, man. But life gives you lemon. You make delicious lemonade. That's one of my. That's one of my. <laughs> the kids had enough of you. <laughs> man, the kid. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why the kids are bum, man. Cause this dude came over here, man. He, he was like, he was like, oh man, what can I get for Isaac? What can I get for Isaac? You're not getting Isaac. So stop asking. Show the messages. <laughs> oh. Okay. You don't, you, don't, you don't want me to go dig up the old dirt, man. You know. I want to that, that was the last player starts. Okay. Okay. So, um, any last impressions of that, Jacob, man? Oh, I was just going to say, man, I agree that his blocks and steals are insane. And there was a time where he had a block in every single game for his first, like, 30 games. He had at least one block, which is insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, so, that's what gets my blood boiling, man. You know how you guys, you guys know how I feel about that, man. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like you said, you know that he's like a small Donkey Kong. You know, he's like a Diddy Kong, really. But there you uh, go. There you go. I, I like just it. really like. <laughs> I just really like Ingram's, you know, yeah. like gaudy stats in the other areas. Like this season, he is averaging two and a half threes, twenty-four points a game, six rebounds, four assists, right under a steal and right under a block. So I mean, he's still. You know, I just I would swing his way. Okay, let me ask like, you: uh, the way you build your team is that like more folk? Which player is better for your team, depending on how you usually build your team? Because with my, the way I do my style, Isaac I feel is better built for my team as far as you know helping me get rebounds and those, those swats and his right. steals are just extra for me. That's that's beautiful for me. It, uh, how, how does that compare to your team? Which player will be better built for how you build your team as far as categories go? Most of the time, I would lean towards, you know what? Give me all the blocks I can, especially in our 20-man league. It's like if you are in that deep of league, I'm going with Isaac just because blocks are super rare. You know, like I had to reach on a Jakob hurdle in like the eighth yes. round just like hey, all the I blocks was, i was eating all the bigs man i was eating them it was, oh man you were it was, yeah so I, mean, I, I almost had Embiid and uh and uh drums on the same team but then someone called me out on not when you guys dropped a dime on me what i was trying to do <laughs> uh, I, don't, I can't remember which one y'all was it was dirty now. dirty it was dirty because everyone uh, i mean starts brought this back up uh, earlier in the league, you know, uh, when we when you talked about this, like most of the time, you know, it makes sense to everyone. Everyone's always trying to uh, go for, oh, I need guards, I need guards, I need you know guards, and you know they always put big men on the back burner. But I switch it up and I put big men. You know, I'm grabbing bigs first, man. That's that's just me. 
All right. And then the last, the last thing I will say before we get into the next segment, again, listeners, I will say this. The safe bet would still be Brandon Ingram, essentially. Yeah, but if you guys, in, in, a deep, in a deep dynasty format, and just like what Jacob said, blocks, it's, it's, a, rare, it's a rare category. Right. And if you believe that he can get the usage rate and to get everything else to go his way, then that's what I would take Isaac. But it's, it is closer than what it, the, the, what it actually appears. Yeah, but that's what sure. my take is. Sure. Um, but honestly, you're, you're okay either way. But if the block rate, if it dries up, then that's when I'm going to eat my crow because that, that's what it would suck. But anyways, let's get into the next segment. Actually, transitions to eat your crow segment. That is part one of 200 you guys can check out all the extra additional content on the youtube channel which is actually up for the first episode um there's more banter before the episode but you know actually starts um be on the lookout for episode tomorrow like i said this was a a long one so uh be on the lookout for that there is a cheat code that is kind of rushed but it's still shared that i think you guys should listen to uh so be on the lookout for that you guys god bless you Have a good evening, morning, afternoon. Take a ride.